Hello, welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. Welcome. Yard sale edition. Yeah, we are sitting in our front yard. It is blazing hot out here. Uh, it's like 90 something degrees. Lorenz is about to crack a cold one. It's actually like 78, but we're in the sun and New Mexico 78 feels like 90 something. Especially when you're an Oregonian by nature and you're used to being wet and cold and putting layers on, not taking them off. Like if I take anything else off, we're going to have a serious situation here. So you'd be a sex offender. Yeah. Something like that. And we're like a couple of feet away from a church that's across the street. So probably not the best. Um, but yeah, we're having a garage sale, trying to sell some stuff. Minimalize our life. Yeah. Make some money. Yeah. In the process. So. Yeah. yeah slow down lady. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that's the mom and me coming out. Like, mm-hmm. I see people speeding down, and I'm like, slow down. Yeah. Have you ever seen those uh, slow down signs that look like little kids? I sort of want one. They look like a kid holding a sign, and they're, it's like neon. Yeah, but kids aren't neon. That's the thing. I know, but the shape, something something about it. Like, I remember the first time I saw one, I, I was like, oh, crap, there's a kid in the street, and he's neon. What's wrong with him? Our two-year-old's really smart. Yeah, he just... <laughs> he just jerry-rigged got, the front door so you could he get just, in. He just got a... He got a uh, stool and stood on it and figured out how to open the door so yeah so i would i was just gonna say like i think that a really funny slash um eye-opening social experiment would be to get like a mannequin mm-hmm. like a kid-sized mannequin dress it up and put it in the middle of a street like right there i'm pointing in the middle of our street and then like oh now he's getting into the recycling that's awesome oh, he's, and he's fine and then like <laughs> Just leave it in the middle of the street, dress it up like a kid, and see how many people can stop in time. Like in the middle of the street? Like they're crossing the street. Oh, just to, just to prove a point? Like you're right. going too damn fast? Right. Like just just so that like, just to see if people could hit their brakes in time hmm. before hitting this mannequin kid. And then maybe it'd be like a wake-up call, like, oh yeah, I drive like way too fast. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um, good thing that wasn't a real kid. It was actually just a mannequin. Yeah. There's your warning, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, now that you have a heart attack, like... Well, I'm wondering, like, is it, I wonder if it would be illegal to do that. Like, would you be obstructing the road? I think you'd be obstructing the road, but really the cops are overworked here, so... So really we could get away care. with it and nobody would do anything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something to ponder. Something a to boring ponder. Day. Yep. Um, yeah, so last time we were talking about why do you believe in God, or why do you still believe in God? Mm-hmm. So you kind of, you kind of told... I told my side of it. Is there anything else you wanted to add on that? No. No, I th- I, no, I want to hear what you have to say. I think a recap. Although I do want a sip of your beer because it is hot out here. And it's yard beer from, from Bosque. It's yard beer? That's what loggers are. They're yard beers. What does that even mean? It's just like a like Tim beer. Al- it's like a- Tim Allen beer? Like No, Tim Allen doesn't drink beer. Hmm. <sighs> Refreshing. Yeah. Cold. Mm-hmm. Taste tingling. Right. It's Bosque a, Lager. It's a yard beer. It is crisp, brilliant, and refreshing, like the can says. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa Fe came out with a lager, mm. and uh, it wasn't quite as refreshing. Mm. I do yeah. like Santa Fe, but their lager, I can take or leave. I actually really like Bosque's lager. It's yep. pretty good. Pretty good. You know, I feel like I'm going to have to start like putting, putting an A-plus forward on my marketing game here in a second. Like to get what, these people to stop. What are you going to do? You're going to hold a sign and twirl it? Maybe. I might do that. Or I might like grab the hose and just be like free car wash <laughs> with every stop. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, I could bake some brownies or something. Maybe I just want brownies. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Yeah. Ooh, I have licorice in the cabinet. Mm. Yes. Winning. Winning. You awesome. get excited about beer, I get excited about licorice. Yep. Is that a Scout International it's truck? A, it's not a Scout. It's International. International makes Scout. That's International oh, okay. is the brand, like Ford, Chevy. Crazy. But that was an international pickup truck, like a 1970-something. It looked like she was like going to live in there. I think that was a man. That was a lady. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, hey, white car. You guys want to stop? We have a globe. Oh, that's one of those Ford Tauruses. We've got a globe and we've got some curtains. And one a... of them Ford Tauruses. Look at that thing. And a... Oh, no, it's not a Ford Taurus. Have you ever seen one of those Ford Tauruses, the new Ford Tauruses? They are giant. They're, they're like bigger than SUVs, these cars. Like... Hmm. Keep your eyes peeled on the road for a Ford Taurus, like a new, like a new Ford Taurus, and they're huge. You know what I was thinking, randomly? What? Like, you know how you, this has nothing to do with anything you're saying, by the way. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, sometimes people say, like, your friends are kind of like your tribe, or like, your friends are your family, mm -hmm. they're just not blood? Right. Well, my thought is this, like, like, maybe, I like your enthusiasm, lady, um, maybe, oh, hang on. Bye! Bye! We, no, don't we don't have don't any have sofas. Sofa. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> have a good day. Oh, she was cute. Yeah. She was German. Are you sure? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, she's in a like a 2000, late 2000s silver Dodge Durango, and she just rolled down her window. Do you have any sofas? Do, do like, you... you know the curbside service will cost you extra, lady. Yeah. Like we can come over to your window, but that's a quarter. Speaking of curbside service, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this yesterday. Do we have any umbrellas? Because I am so hot right we now. We do, probably somewhere. Ugh, I don't know. It's so hot. The only reason you need an umbrella in New Mexico is to shade you from the sun. Yeah, that's very um, true. And the occasional crazy downpour. <laughs> yeah. But um, curbside service. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. You know how Walmart and Smiths. Well, you, you can like order your groceries and have them delivered yeah. like outside mm -hmm. and then you can just drive. As a mom, that's like a brilliant invention. It is a brilliant it's invention, brilliant. but I was wondering about this. Like, would they allow you to buy like beer? Huh. Like, if you said, hey, I want a six pack of uh, Bosque Lager. It's cool, crisp, and refreshing. Can you bring that with my groceries? Or is that against the law? They'd probably just have to ID you. But isn't that same, the same as like the dr drive up liquor? I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like we should test it. Yeah, because that would be pretty pretty snappy. Well, I think that's going to create, like, that whole service is going to create a different set of, like, kind of like internet law has created all these different, like, weird situations. Maybe that's going to be one of those things that they're going to have to mm -hmm. redefine because, yeah, I mean, you could feasibly say, like, I want a bottle of booze. Like, can you deliver I that to my I guarantee I'm not the first Albuquerquean to think about that, too. I bet you anything, if I call, they're probably like, oh, one of those. Oh, kid went inside. Oh, no, yeah. he just opened the door. He just opened the door. You know, I could just see somebody. Oh, they have a baby. Our neighbor does across the street. Yeah, they have a baby. The one, the new neighbors. Yeah, like not not the corner neighbor, but next door. They have oh, a baby. Oh, that's cool. Do they want a sandbox or a <laughs> changing table or maybe a humidifier for that baby? Or a breast pump. Yes, I have a breast pump. I was a little. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this this older gentleman, uh, gentleman came by. <laughs> I think and he thought it was a tackle he was just, box. <laughs> he was just kind of going through and like expecting it. And I was a little bit embarrassed to tell him. And then he's like, oh, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's, uh, you know, for nursing moms. And then for, the wife. For your boobs. <laughs> and the wife, the wife was like, 
She's like, it's a breast pump. You don't need it. <laughs> and she made the signals. Yeah, she was she was explaining it to him in Spanish. I heard her. Yeah. She said it's for when they're they're pumping the milk, and I was like, oh, and la there leche. it is. La, la leche. leche de la mama. Well, they have la leche league, too. Oh. You know. Mm. La leche de la mama. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what that's for. I have a yeah. feeling our son's gonna knock that entire Great. thing down. So should I should I start dabbling in why I believe or why I don't believe? No. He's fine. Mm-mm. He's going to try to get on that and it's going to fall. Oh, yeah. Intervention required. Intervention required. No, 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 no. I know my two-year-old enough to know that that is a terrible idea. No, so what I was going to say about friends and tribes and stuff is like, I feel like you can get into like this whole idea of like living in community or you can just like rent and like I would love it if like my friend Aaron and then from Denver and then my brother and sister-in-law came and we all just like rented this amazingly huge awesome house. Like a compound? No because we wouldn't be like crazy religious fanatics but um it would just be like like more like a commune but not really like a hippie thing just like mm-hmm. a, hey we're, we're friends and we can all live yeah. together it's cool we like each other. I think the more people you have the cheaper your cost of living would be. Yeah. Duh. Like if you were to get a six bedroom house somewhere, the rent, yeah, for a family is huge, but if you have, you know, two, three families renting it, splitting that rent, boom. Yeah. Well, Not only are you splitting rent, you're splitting the internet costs, you're, spin- you're splitting your gas, your electric, all your utilities. But like, not even splitting, like you're sharing too. Yeah. Like you're sharing a life and mm-hmm. community with people and you're providing like that in a right. different way. And I know that that's probably the way cults start too, but um <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I'm saying You can like, even share cars and stuff, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like it would just be more of a cooperative. You mm. know what I mean? Like they have housing cooperatives. Mm. Um where the whole like cooperative will vote on people that apply to live there and then they they make the decision on who moves in. Right. And they probably have like a like laws or bylaws to they do. kick they have, somebody out. Well, they have a board and they have like they have rules and things like that. But like I kind of get that. Like, I feel like that would be a really great place, like, not on the crazy religious side of things, but, like, just for kids to kind of be kids and grow up and, like, have this community surrounding mm-hmm. them of like-minded people. Right. So, so they have to make a statement of faith, at least. Huh? They have to make a statement of faith, at least. Oh, stop it. That's what that's what organizations do. Not all. Yeah, some of them do. You could do, like, a farming cooperative where everybody, like, has a little patch of garden space and, like, your 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 job is the tomatoes and mine are, like, the green beans. And then This sounds like some chickens. cuckoo taos stuff. Well... Oh, we have a customer. I think I'm, I'm going to pause it for a minute. So we will be right back. Hmm. All right, we're back. I know that there was no break on your side. We just said yeah. we were gone and now we're back. But uh, we did sell $7 worth of jewelry, so that was nice. Yeah, that's cool. Um... It's always nice to be able to kind of like... <laughs> that guy on the motorcycle has passed like three times. Really? Yeah. Well, I wish he'd just like stop and hang out. I mean, yeah. he looks like Ramon in like 20 years. He looks like Jack Black from uh, Anchorman. Yeah, a little bit. What did he say? Something, bro? You hit me with a burrito, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool, bro. We need to watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. It's like my all-time favorite. Uh, um, some water running? It is hot. My son stole my umbrella. You don't want water. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. well then. Yeah? Yep. So what were we talking about? I can't remember. Um, well, we were talking about commun- communities and communes and, and Taos hippie stuff, but we can mm-hmm. move on from that if you want. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, Mama. Oh, thank you. You're such a gentleman. Such a gentleman. Riley gave the umbrella back. How nice. I just love it. 
Mm-hmm. None of these old ladies stopping. Like, a lot of them slow down and that's look. That's like their deal. Like, what do you think, right? Yeah. You want to go inside? He'll figure it out. It's hot. He's hot. Yeah. It might be time for his nap. Um. So, we want to talk about... I want, I want you to talk about why you believe in God or what your I still are. believe in God. Well, yeah, you still. That's a good, that's a good, okay. that's a good thing. Because I don't, I mean, I don't know. You yeah. still do, right? Right. Those bros were looking at the, the snowboard. Oh, were they? Yeah, I saw the neck turn. It was like the neck, the neck snap. Right. I was like, break your neck, son. I'm yeah. Just kidding. That's not what I said. Um. So why do I still believe in God? Because I, I do. Um, and this is something I've been kind of thinking about for a really long time. Oh, somebody's slowing down. We might have another customer. We'll see what happens. No, no, no. They keep going. All right. Don't make um, eye contact with them. It makes them feel intimidated. <laughs> I'm like mad dogging them. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't look at them. Okay, I won't. I'm just There's gonna nonchalantly yeah, just hold be, my iPhone to my face. You have to be nonchalant, like I don't care if you stop, whatever. Whatever. You're lost. You're lost. We have the cool stuff, and you don't. We've got some gems. Live here your life there. without my cool stuff. Yeah, let's see how how it works out for you. Yeah. You have to you have to act like you could take it or leave it. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's like true. You're too cool to care. That's right. And then they're gonna be like, there's people lined up for this stuff. They're like, why don't they care? Everybody wants. Stop. Everybody wants stop. a decorative globe in their life. Everybody. And a. And and some <laughs> commemorative Disney um, lithograph prints that we found in our attic when we moved into this mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. And a Family Ten Game Center yeah. from Ross. Also you know a Christmas I mean? tree holder and. Um, but no Christmas tree. But no Christmas tree. We have a fake Christmas tree. We should sell that. We should. Um, so. All right. Well, see you, Riley. To the inside. Yeah. Okay. It's childproof in there. I hope so. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you talk for a second. I'll put on wiggles for him. Maybe you should put on Moana. He likes that movie. And it's okay, long. I'll put on Moana. Yeah. Ship Shafter. Demigod. Yeah, because it's it's long. That'll buy us at least an hour of time. So, yeah, so we're sitting here in the hot sun having a garage sale, or actually a yard sale, because we're sitting in our front yard. Um, and I'm trying to sell some stuff. We're trying to declutter our life. Um, we are making some transitions, so that's good. And we are trying to get rid of a bunch of stuff, and I wish somebody would just come and take it, because eventually... It's either going to be like a free ad on Craigslist or it's going to go to, you know, Savers or St. Vincent de Paul down the street. So it'd be cool if we could make some money on this stuff. But um, that's either here nor there. Neither here nor there. Um, it's just really hot out here. And I'm, like I said, I'm not made for this heat. I'm kind of dying right now. Um, but I'll, I'll survive. Took my son to his last day of pre-K today. And he got his teacher... A card and he was really shy about it um, it's crazy to see him transition because he's been I don't know he's been growing a lot this year like intellectually and emotionally and physically and he's just like he's five now and it's it's weird because I feel like even in just this year he's changed so much um, it was crazy we watched the lion the witch in the wardrobe the other day with him and he totally like he totally got it so it was interesting because he like he got the like allegories he got like the point of it he like asked really good questions and I was pretty impressed that a five-year-old reading that or reading that watching that could actually like understand what was going on um yeah so that was interesting oh we got a we got a person turning around hey okay I might have to stop this again but so do your thing we gotta we have a customer. we gotta looky-loo 
All right, I think they're just passing by, oh, doing man. a U-turn so they can see. Oh, what were you talking about just now? I was talking about Luke and how like he totally got the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and like mm -hmm. he's gotten so big this year. I remember I was looking for jobs. Mm, probably shouldn't say that, but uh, anyway. Uh huh. Continue. I wasn't looking for jobs. Whatever. Mm. Anyway, the cat's out of the bag, I guess. But anyways, this, this lager is slightly more crisp and refreshing than the first. Yeah. Because it's colder. Um, what was I going to say about Luke? Oh yeah, I was on my tablet, looking on my tablet, in bed, and he kind of crawled in, wanted to cuddle, we let him cuddle, and you guys are watching it, and he started talking about, like, the metaphors and stuff, he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, does Aslan break the stone or something like that, and I was like, what? Like, how do you get this? Like, no, he totally, like, he is, he has an old soul, for sure. He's actually like a curmudgeon old man sometimes. He kind of is. He reminds me of like an 80-year-old man stuck in a five-year-old Yeah, life. man, and he cannot, dear Lord, he cannot handle the heat here. No. I was taking him because I've, I've been in the house. It's summer vacation, and I have all summer off. Um, and I've been in the house for two days, basically, until, until yesterday. And I finally, I was like, we need to get out. We're going to get in the car. It's 3 in the afternoon. It was like 96 degrees yeah. outside. And I put him in the car, and he just—he was just—he was like a commercially old man, like, oh, the heat, <laughs> or he says the hotness, <laughs> and he just—he just was not having it. I, I can like, relate to him. I was because... like, dude, look at your brother and sister; they're cool. What about you? Well, they're—they're they're all half New Mexican, but apparently he got a little more of the Oregonian I in his so. blood. Um, I can relate to that. I don't do well in, in heat. Mm -hmm. Unless there's water. Like, if there's a pool or there's water, cool. Yes. There's an ocean, all right. Mm -hmm. but that stretch of 100-degree days that we had the other oh, day, the other week, uh, I didn't even feel it because I was sitting in that kiddie pool for basically yeah. the whole day. Well, I had to go to work, and it was rough. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I guess I'll get to why I believe in God, still believe in God. Um, let me just say a little bit about my background. Like, I think I was starting to talk about this on the last podcast, but... Um, I was brought up in an evangelical, not just evangelical, but a Pentecostal background. And if you know Pentecostal, it's, uh, they're a little, I don't know, if you're an outsider, it looks kind of batshit crazy. I don't know if you can be kind of batshit crazy, but it is well, a little bit, it's it a little bit nuts. That way. I mean, yeah. It necessarily is that way. Right. So it's not necessarily is, but it looks right. Um, Sunday mornings are pretty typical, but then if you come on like a Wednesday night, oh, Oh dear. You'll see convulsing. You would see dancing, running around. Um, do they carry the flags at your church? What do you mean flags? Well, we have we have flags of all these other or like, like na no, nations of all like over the banners, place. Like around the church, like did they run around the sanctuary with flags? No, but we everybody picked um, everybody picked a country that you wanted to pray for, and you would put the put the flag of that country you're praying for, and you'd put it around your neck and. Like during service, and it, we handed out. That's I like what boxers do. I guess, but that's not the country we held from. So we, everybody picked a country, and then they would put the flag around their neck, and this would be the country that you would dedicate all your prayers to. So what country was yours? I picked Pakistan. Oh. That's and cool. actually, it was actually my job to hand out the flags and fold them after be, the beginning of service and at the end of service. Wow, that's yeah. very special. Yeah. So I picked pa Pakistan. I think you my. You look a little bit Pakistani. So I, I like do actually. I had no idea like what Pakistan was or what. I know what their flag looks like yeah. to this day. 
Um, so it's a little bit, a little bit. I mean, pretty, pretty typical American upbringing. Um, but uh, like anybody, I guess I started to kind of question things mm-hmm. and wonder about some things. Some things that I really, really wondered was um, about um, like birth. Like you're you're born into a culture and you happen to have a religion. Like this is your religion that you're born into, um, and that that sprung up a bunch of questions in my mind. So I I was born. I happened to be born, you know, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I should have been Catholic, but I ended up being, you know, my parents my parents converted to this Pentecostal evangelical uh, church, and like by by luck, I guess, I, I happen to have the quote-unquote right religion, so I started to wonder, what about all these other people, you know, one, one point whatever billion people in India, one point whatever billion people in China, most of which are not Christian, you know, in, in India you have Hinduism, in China you have Buddhism, and all kinds of other stuff, Taoism, um, and my, what I was taught in my upbringing is that, uh, what was the verse, um, I am the only way. I I can't remember the verse exactly, but uh, nobody comes to the Father except through me, right? Through Jesus. Um, but that that kind of and then that and also, what I, I can't remember the the theological term. I've been listening to a bunch of theological pod, podcasts, you know, like theolo- theology in the raw and pastors no answers, and I think there's a couple other ones. Um, but there's a theological term for the belief that if you are not um, quote unquote saved like one of those Christianese terms if you're not saved if you've not asked Jesus in your heart and um, asked for forgiveness then um, so sorry you are going to happen to burn in hell forever for eternity and that's the belief that's the common belief and that the theological term I'm I'm going to think about it. I'll probably remember it like in 20 minutes. I think it's called something. I think it's substitutionary atonement. I think that's the term. I'm probably wrong though. Um, Transubstantial. I don't know. Anyway, that kind of didn't really make. Maybe. Who knows? But that kind of just. That whole thing is a big. uh, Something I've had to. I, I, I basically buried. I thought, okay, there's all these people who probably have never heard of Christianity or they were just born into their culture and this is the way things are, just like how you are a Christian, I'm a Christian, because we were born into this and this is the way we are, um, sort of thing. And God is God is love, I was taught that also. So why why does this have to be this way? And I think if I ever had questions as to why is this the way things have to be, um, you know, I would get the, the, the answer. Well, that's just that's the way things are. Like you can't understand God. God is God is perfect and all knowing, and you're never gonna you're never gonna understand this because it's just the way it is, or whatever. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says this, right? Um, so that was that was a problem to me, and and then also I asked the question too, like, okay, well there were. You know, lots and lots of native people here in the in North America, 
that never even heard about Jesus before like missionaries got here and then when the missionaries came here they were they were not spreading love they were they were doing awful things they were pillaging in the name of God they were pillaging killing raping raping whatever mm-hmm. um and say what you want about that whatever but there was a lot of people who a lot of people who 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 were born lived and died without even hearing the name Jesus or knew who God was or whatever mm-hmm. so what about them oh sorry God created you, but I guess he wanted you in hell. Um, see, so, so those are some things I've, I've, I've questioned and have wondered about, um, which kind of brings me to my podcasts, which I am trying my hardest to kind of... I mean, I, and I've read a couple books, too. I read um, a book by uh, N.T. Wright, which was pretty interesting. He's a theologian from Britain. And then I I, lis- I listen to some podcasts and you know they they they're super smart people and they just kind of talk about things. Um, what was I talking about? I lost my train of thought. You read a book by M.T. Wright. <laughs> I read a book about M.T. Wright. So, so oh about- yeah. So what I'm finding out is that a lot of people are in my position where they're just like, well, you know, I there's a lot of things, a lot of truths I see in the world. There's a lot of truths that I, that, that you see. But in order to kind of make this happen, you have to deconstruct your faith, like tear it down, ask the questions, and then reconstruct it, you know, build it, build it back up with, with things that make sense. And I'm a firm kind of believer that I, I have a brain for a reason and I have logic and I have thought and I, you know, I, I can think about these things on my own and I can see things that make sense. Like I was built, I was built like that for a reason, I believe at least. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of kind of kind of where I am. Um, we might have another customer. We'll see. She's kind of slowing down, slowing down. Nope, nope, heading up. That's kind of that's kind of where I am. Um, but the the truth that I see, I think, happens in relationships, and also happens for me. It happens in in nature. So, in, in like natural law. And that's why you still believe? And that's why I still believe, right. Because I can go... And you could probably explain this evolutionary, whatever. But I, I think that... Okay. And murder me, if you want. Don't. Actually, don't do that. But murder me with your mind, if you want. But I, I think that we have a lot of evidence for evolution. And I feel like that's a pretty elaborate, um, awesome way for things to take place. I don't know where you stand on that or, or where anybody else stands on that, but I think that's that's kind of where I am. I'm sorry. And I I also believe that, man, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of out there with my thoughts and... Well, but the thing is, like, why can't, why can't God and evolution coexist together? Like, I don't like that there's two schools of thought. Like, either you're for or against, which means you're for or against God. Like, you know what I mean? No. So, like, if you believe in evolution, you can't possibly believe in God. Or if you believe in God, you can't possibly believe in evolution. Isn't there a way for that to coexist? Like, God could create animals and plants and things to evolve on Earth. Right. He could set things in motion so that they evolve in a certain timeline if he so chooses. Right. So why is it so hard to believe? And then people talk about Genesis, and I get that. How's that licorice? Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Cool. Lorenzo hates when I eat things around him, but I'm not going to stop. 
I don't hate it. I just wonder how you can talk with it. I don't have to talk. You can just keep talking. Go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, there, there. Well, there's different theories to the creation. Like, some people say each day in the creation story was actually a thousand years. Right. Some people say it was an actual 24-hour day. Mm-hmm. Some people say, you know, because God is outside of time and a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a, a day to God. Like, because we have no concept or understanding of time like God does and we're not outside of time, I sometimes think that maybe he just said days so that we would have some small inkling of an idea. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not like he's going to be like, well, it was a thousand years and then I had these animals evolve and these other ones evolved and then this happened and that happened and then I decided, like, that man should show up and da 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 I just don't think that when he created man, like, we were at that point yet. Right. Hi. Hello. Like, I, I don't... I In just the don't, slow roll. I don't think that they yeah. would understand, like... Like, nope. Oh, Heading out. They weren't interested. Man, we suck. That's okay. Whatever. We're having fun. Yeah. But I just, I don't think that people in their small brains and understanding of the world, especially if you're like in Genesis and the world is a new thing for you and life is new and you're the first person on earth, you can even begin to comprehend all that. Right. And I think God knows that. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think that scientific discovery is something that you should not uh, be in, in conflict with. Like, this is something that is important, right? Um, and yeah, discovery is always happening. It's 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 not uh, so. There's, there's static, and static means that it's changing, right? So it's always changing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my that's kind of my spiel. Like I, I I'm in a reconstruction. Well, maybe I, I'm st- I still might be a little bit in the deconstruction phase of my faith, like figuring things out. I still have faith. I still see truths. Um, this, these truths have been kind of um, they amplified. It self-evident. They, yes, that all men are, are created equal. I was just wondering. Um, so, so that's my deal. Like, like the truths I see, like have been amplified since I've had kids, and that that just happens. You know, I, I, I for sure well, feel this love for my kids. And again, that could be explained evolutionary. I get it, but I, I believe some you know these things but right? even the act of conceiving a child and carrying a child full term for nine months and then giving birth is evidence of an evolutionary change i didn't do that but i did yeah three times mm-hmm. um you know it starts out as two different organisms coming together and then the cells are shifting and moving and changing and they become one organism and then that organism evolves and changes and grows mm-hmm. can i borrow the, this this for a little bit <laughs> How about that? Sorry, we're, we're trying to figure out the umbrella and situation. the embryo evolves into a fetus. And it keeps growing, and then you give birth, and you have a baby. So... Evolution just... So that is, that is kind of confirmation of some kind of evolutionary process happening. I'm not sure why we argue that so much. Evolution just means change over time. So the, an embryo growing, I guess, would be, like, under that definition, change right. over time. Because it's a, it's a really short time. But... Um, Anyway, I got you. Well, even our bodies as we live and we get older and we become elderly and then we eventually die, evolve. Yeah. And well, we change We're changing. Matter. We're changing. We change into like I think the, matter when the, we die. The problem is to think about um, human origin mm-hmm. so that, I mean, that's where it really gets kind of sticky for people yeah. is um, 
is like, uh, oh, we have two people kind of slowing down. We'll see what happens. But where evolution gets kind of sticky is like, oh, there's a common ancestor for everything. Even like, so, at some point in our in our timeline, there's a common a common ancestor for a tree and a human, and that's hard for some people to swallow. Or, and and, and you know, human origin coming from, you know, apes, that's a big deal for people because I mean naturally you're gonna think oh but we're humans are special which I think humans are special but to think like oh you have an, a like you and chimpanzees have a really recent common ancestors like hundred thousand years two hundred thousand years ago I don't, I don't know exactly I know it's a, in the hundreds of thousands of years ago my common only, ancestor my only issue with that and I'm just saying this from a logical standpoint <sighs> is like if we humans exist right now Mm-hmm. And apes also exist. Mm-hmm. There has to be a common ancestor that still exists too, because either we would stop evolving into humans, or there would cease to be apes. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, what makes one group of apes evolve into humans? Well, that that, humans? that common ancestor became extinct. But that doesn't make sense. It, well, animals become extinct all the time. But if that one common ancestor became extinct, we have fossil remnants of these common ancestors. Like two. Yeah, we went to the Natural History Museum. That's no, like, I know. I'm just saying, like, like you can't have both. Like, you ha- you have to have evolutionary, like, one or the other. Because one evolves into the other. And so if, like, apes were going to become smarter, why well, would the, we not just have the, So the, the, this is over a really, really long time. But why and do we have both now is what I'm saying. Because what happens is, like, you have a group, a population of one species. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, those species become separated. For some reason, they become they they they, they maybe maybe they're maybe they're um, like they they they're like in a herd. You know, animals tend to be in like herds and their families. And well. if they're smarter, they even I mean even lions. You know, you have a pride of lions, and they all know each other. So if you have a, even a smarter organism than a lion, like some sort of ape, apes are super smart, and they are super like family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have a family of the same species. And then they move. So you have like a family of, of apes that are in like a jungle mm-hmm. where they're okay with living in, in the trees and catching animals, things like that. And then, you ha- and then you have another family of apes that go to like a grasslands. They have to live a little bit differently. And then what happens is there are genetic uh, mutations. Mm-hmm. So, and I taught this all to my kids so I can kind of talk about it. There's a genetic mutation. Are you so, saying I have the understanding of a special ed high schooler? No. I, I, I taught my special ed kids. I'm I taught them general ed curriculum. But what happens is there's a genetic mutation. So during, uh, is it mitosis or meiosis? I should know this. It's mitosis. I'm going to, whoa. Stuff blew over. I'll get in a oh. second. Um, um, pause. That pause. I'm not going to pause. Okay. I'm going to keep talking. Well, can you check on Arlington? Can you put these away? No. I'm going to keep talking. So, Sebek, listen. Do you want me to hold those for you? Um, there's a genetic mutation and, um, basically that genetic mutation can either kill you or it can help you. So that tribe that was in the, in the, in the savannah and the, in the grasslands or whatever, they had a genetic mutation that, holy cow, like this was a gen- genetic mutation that allowed them to survive so they're going to pass on that genetic mutation because the people the, the the people from the or the animals from the tribe that didn't have the genetic mutation they they're dead because they couldn't survive and this genetic mutation that they have now allows them to survive so there's a lot to it and i don't think that i don't think that christians have taken a time to even 
and I'm spending way too much time on evolution, but I've taken the time to even even ponder things. Um, so here's here's one thing I did in college. I took uh, an evolutionary uh, anthropology class just because I wanted to get all this information and I wanted to disprove it. I wanted to poke all the holes in it. Like I was I was going to be that guy that did that. Um, you know, all these all these people who dedicate their entire lives to research and and science they're they're teaching us something and i took the class as this like arrogant christian who was going to take it to just poke all the holes in it and just prove maybe just prove to myself that it was wrong and i took it and i and that's kind of what i did i didn't i didn't i wasn't my mind wasn't really open to these ideas i just kind of you know i just kind of sat, sat back and i was shook my head probably and I passed the class with a good grade because I did what the, I, I did what they expected me to do. I answered what they were teaching me, even though I didn't believe it. So um, that's that. That was kind of my attitude. But recently, I've 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 broken down my thoughts. I've broken down my my beliefs. I've examined those. I've reflected and just kind of. Um, wanted to take some time to think these things over and also decide if they're here's another Christianese term if they're essentials, right? Like is this something that needs to be believed? Is this something that, you know, can, can I can I get away with this and still maintain my faith? I, I think so. Um, but uh, yeah, that's <clears throat> that's where I was in evolution. Um and that, that has informed a lot of different things with me, um, evolution, and, and then, you know, back, back on the, the hell piece, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of trying to think through that. Um, I don't know. And then, and then there's the inerrancy of the Bible, which I mentioned <laughs> on the last podcast, just kind of blurted it out. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of kind of where I stand and and I, and I and I do believe in the things that the things that keep me believe are scientific discoveries um the mysteries of the universe and how much we don't know and and then relationships you know love love we have for each other yes yeah in a second um you want to come wrap up with me so I think uh, I think we're just about done. Um, Got to fix Moana for the kiddo, but that's where I am, and I'm a little bit afraid to even say that. I would never I would never talk about this with you know people who I was acquainted with at church. Um, but I have a podcast, and we're going to talk about it. And if you are in my church and you hear me, don't hate me. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe you agree with me. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just in this deconstruction phase, ready to reconstruct and, you know, figure things out, figure out this, this life of ours, which is kind of crazy, really crazy. So there you have it until next time. Lindsay's not here to sign off, but I am here to sign off. We will talk to you in the next one.